This is a Podcast 225 production. Welcome to The Waiting Room on Podcast225.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Waiting Room. This is Katie Fetzer, your host of The Waiting Room, along with Dr. Mary Catherine Roderick, the co-host. This is episode 13 of The Waiting Room, and we're really excited about today's episode. We are going to talk about parenthood and postpartum mental health and all all that comes along with the postpartum process after having a baby. Um, that goes for both females and males and moms and dads out there. So we hope that people can tune in and um, pull away with some just some helpful info that we think can be able to help those that are out there embracing this new journey in their lives. Um, we have a guest today as well. Her name is Korea Kutno, and she is a postpartum doula. So we're going to talk about what that is for those of you out there that doesn't know uh, or that do not know. Um, and just before we get started, we want to give a, a brief disclaimer that all of the information that we talk about on the show should not be mistaken for psychotherapy services. If someone does want or need some counseling services, they can feel free to call us at 225-448-3359, or you can always go to your insurance panels, pediatricians, or local physicians, um, and also local hospitals. You can find us on iTunes under The Waiting Room and also Podcast 225, and we would really like to hear from you, so go ahead and go on there and subscribe, or also you can leave a rating and a review. Um, And we are going to take a quick break and then be back with our guest, Korea Kutno, and talk about parenthood and postpartum mental health. Promote your business or organization on podcast225.com. Podcast225.com is quickly becoming a weekly tradition for Louisiana listeners. Every month, thousands hear the weekly Clay Young Show. Every week, Clay sits with some of the state's most fascinating and entertaining people. Posting your company's logo on the podcast225.com website or having a professionally produced commercial air on The Clay Young Show is a great way to access a loyal and informed audience. Get more information by calling 225-214-1550. That's 225-214-1550. Clay Young here with John Conroy, the founder and owner of Pest Stop Do-It-Yourself Pest Control. You know, John, people are often wondering where to go if they want to find out about killing ants, termites, spiders, mosquitoes, what have you, and it's a concern, and you end up in the big box store waiting for an answer, and really the answer is, go to a pest stop location and ask any question. That's exactly right. If if you're tired of the mystery all of pesticides, Mm -hmm. come see us, because we'll give you exactly what you're looking for, not only, you know, what to use, but how to use it. That seems to be the big question. How do I use a professional strength product safely around my kids and my pets? And it's very easy to accomplish. And you save money in the process. A lot. So if I'm in the New Orleans area and I want to get my hands on the product, how can I find Pest Stop? Well, in Metairie, we're located at 3512 Severne Avenue next to the Pepper Mill. On the North Shore, we're at 1417 North Highway 190. That's next to Sherwin-Williams or Villarie's Florist. And on the West Bank, we're on the Palco just past the Harvey Bridge. And, of course, in the Baton Rouge area at 806 O'Neill Lane, Pest Stop, your do-it-yourself pest control solution. Welcome back Back to The Waiting Room. Welcome back, everyone, to The Waiting Room. Um, For those that are joining us now, today's topic is on parenthood and postpartum mental health. Um, And we have a guest for y'all today. Her name is Korea Kutno, a postpartum doula. And we're going to speak with her in a little bit, and she's going to tell us all about what that is um, and how that can really be of help for those that are um, going through the process of new parents or um, thinking about becoming a parent. Um, I wanted to start off 
this episode by reading a blog post, actually, that popped up recently. Um, It's called How to Be a Mom in 2017. And there's a reason that I want to start off with this post because it's going to kind of really give a... um, an overview of what it's like in today's society of being a par- about being a parent. So bear with me. It's kind of long, <laughs> but we're going to get it started. So it says, how to be a mom in 2017. Make sure your children's academic, emotional, psychological, mental, spiritual, physical, <laughs> nutritional, and social needs are met while being careful not to overstimulate, understimulate, improperly medicate, helicopter, or neglect them in a screen-free, processed foods-free, GMO-free, <laughs> negative energy-free, plastic-free, body-positive, socially conscious, egalitarian, but also authoritative, nurturing but fostering independence, gentle but not overly permissive, <laughs> pesticide-free, two-story, multilingual home, preferably in a cul-de-sac, with a backyard, 1.5 siblings, <laughs> spaced at least two years apart for proper development, and also do not forget the coconut oil. <laughs> How to be a mom in literally every generation before ours, feed them sometimes. <laughs> and then it says, this is why we are crazy, as in the 2017 parents. Yeah. So, Korea, are you there? Yes, I'm here. <laughs> Welcome. We are so glad to have you. Um, that is kind of how I wanted to get us started because truly, um, I can speak personally as a new mom. This is kind of what it's like in our society being a new parent right now, kind of introduce yourself to us and, and we're going to get to what a doula is first, but do you have any thoughts on the, on the blog post that you'd like to mention? Oh, well, um, so my name is Korea Kutno and I am a labor and postpartum doula. I co-own, uh, New Orleans doulas. And I also still work in Baton Rouge, in the Baton Rouge area with Baton Rouge Birth Services. So I'm all over. But basically that, I mean, there are so many pressures when it comes to, when it comes to like being pregnant, like how you have your baby, you have to do all of these things, do a water birth, do all of these things. And then the baby comes and you have to have all of the latest baby gear and you have to be absolutely perfect Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. everybody's got an opinion about what perfect means and everybody's opinion is different that is very overwhelming that is so true yeah that's definitely something that i i hear a lot is these unsolicited advice and opinions what would you recommend is the the best source or how to navigate those waters to find the right information about pregnancy and parenthood well, definitely don't go to the mom blogs. That's like good to know. That is good. That's, that's a good to know. Don't go to the mom blogs for medical advice or for, you know. Yeah, like that's the first thing. You know, you know, seek help. Ask questions from you know one or two friends who have been through the process. Ask help from your provider, your midwife, your doula, your pediatrician. You know, ask questions there. You know, seek articles that have evidence-based advice, you know, but definitely just try to stay away from the mom groups online. Those things can really make you probably feel worse about Mm -hmm. (laughs) all of the things that you felt like you had to do already, you know? I definitely couldn't agree more. For, For me, it really spoke, like what I saw and took from that is, wow, it really opened my eyes to the societal pressures that are around parents right now. Um, and just today, yeah. and, you know, today's age, all the pressures, you know, you want your, 
your kids to be not overstimulated but not understimulated. You want them to have a mm-hmm. perfect routine and structure. And all these kind of pressures come down on you as a new parent. And we know that that can be super, super challenging. Um, as a doula, what, what kind of things can you and y'all offer for new parents? Um, well, we, you know, can help with care for the mom, care for the baby, you know, help getting adjusted to all of the new things um, that you have to you know how to do if you've never been a parent, or even if this is your second or third child, you know, we help with the adjustment period. Um, but we're also trained to recognize signs of, you know, what's the difference between baby blues and postpartum depression, postpartum psychosis. So, you know, that's also something that we can help with. Like these things are totally mm-hmm. normal. It's normal for you to feel sad. It's normal for you not to bond with your baby right away. It's normal for you to be overwhelmed, you know, help you navigate those sort of things that mm-hmm. there's a rush of emotions happening, you know, after you have a baby. And sometimes you just don't know if it's normal or not, you know. Right. I think there's probably so much transition going on physically and emotionally that um, I think it catches people off guard and they're not sure um, what is the correct feelings to have. So I think the services that you you and your partner can offer is tremendously helpful mm-hmm. for someone because someone who um, is, is not a mom, but I, I do think um, being on the outside of it, it's not something that's really discussed as far as the postpartum right. depression. Um, and I was wondering, uh, what is your kind of... Um, insight into maybe what what's behind that or maybe you can speak to some of the moms listening that um are maybe afraid to ask for help what uh can maybe normalize some of those feelings for them well you know having a baby when you have a baby you have all of these hormonal changes right and then all of a sudden the baby comes out and so do all of your hormones Right. Right. So not only are you going through like changes in your body, which are absolutely normal, but you don't, you went from like, oh, I'm so excited, but now I'm having all of these different feelings. Um, And we see a lot of things, you know, on social media or TV where everyone always looks so happy when they have a baby. Right. Right. Glamorization of it. Right. But there's so much more to that. And you're not getting any sleep. (laughs) And, you know, you've got all of these things going on with you and trying to figure out the baby. Um, So, you know, I'm always I'm about asking for help. Definitely ask for the help you need. If you can't ask for it from a family member because you feel like you'll be judged for help, Mm -hmm. um, that's where we come in, you know, and that's where you can, you know, talk to a counselor or talk to your postpartum doula or even your, you know, your doctor Mm -hmm. um, at your follow-up, just telling them, like, I'm having these feelings. Like, is this normal? Mm -hmm. Um, But definitely talking about it because it's something we don't talk about with motherhood. We talk about all of the great things and how excited you should be to be a mom, but we don't touch on like how hard it can be. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really good point you mentioned. And, and I should, I forgot to mention this in the intro, but Korea also has a master's degree in counseling. So she has the mental health background to be able to diagnose and recognize the mental health issues that come along with parenthood. And, um, you know, I say this kind of jokingly, but, but not to be funny. I want to kind of take it also in the direction to talk about the men and the fathers yeah. out there. Because when you hear postpartum and postpartum depression in those words, you immediately think of the female and you think of the mom. But that is something that I even actually researched and found some articles on. And there's not a lot about it. But 
I mean, technically, the father can also experience postpartum depression in a lot of ways. Yeah. But it's also, it's, it's almost yeah. like they are um, kind of forgotten. I was going to say, under, under-recognized. Under-recognized, yeah. And so <clears throat> that's something I think that Korea can definitely, you can definitely speak on. Um, and I, you know, obviously not to make this personal and about me, but I can speak on as, as being a new mom and seeing how my husband has gone through some difficult things. And, you know, I can actually even say I, I hired Korea. So I can say <laughs> from a professional standpoint as well, how helpful the service was from the postpartum piece of it and how much my husband in the new role of a father, how much he appreciated in seeing like, wow, like someone able, someone was actually able to recognize the feelings I was experiencing and the pressures I was experiencing as a new dad. Um, so Korea, what would you say to new dads out there or even single dads or dads in general, just how they're dealing with parenthood? Well, you know, there, there's a pressure of being a man and like not talking about your emotions and not, you know, dealing with that. But you are having all of these changes happen in your life. And what we know, you know, from a counseling standpoint is that when big changes happen in your life, they can cause some changes in your mood as well. Right. Um, It's just daily stressors of life can affect those things. And so even though you're having this, you have this great baby at home, you still also have your wife Mm -hmm. who you have to, you know, worry about and take care of. And I think that that, that piece and not knowing necessarily what to do with the baby and what your wife might want you to do, what kind of support she might need from you can be really overwhelming for a new father, you know, like wanting to like fix things and solve things, but not knowing how to take care of yourself, the baby and your partner at the same time can be super overwhelming. Right. Mm -hmm. And and Korea, as I listen to you speak, it's um, a a focus of my work professionally is, is grief work. And so I think a big element Mm -hmm. um, that of I don't think people recognize is there's these feelings of grieving kind of the loss of you and your partner as a, as a unit of just two people. And now you have this third person in the picture. That's a joyous occasion, but, um, it also shakes up kind of life as you know it in your environment. And there's a lot of, um, transition that comes with the feelings of kind of shock and denial and angry at times mm-hmm. and <laughs> bargaining and acceptance. It's all the phases of grief. And so I think, um, mm-hmm. we, we shy away of applying those feelings to something that's a happy occasion because, um, grief is always thought of as right. in a negative, but I think what you're speaking to really does talk to how, um, normal it is. Both ma- the, the mom and dad are going through these changes in their life. I mean, I think when I, when watching Katie become a mom, I always, thought the hardest thing I'm like she can't just get up and walk out the door anymore like she can't just be on the go I'm like that would be really hard to feel um you know kind of that you have to have so much planning involved in everything when Mm -hmm. before you were so independent it's kind of like definitely yeah yeah. and having to check in with each other I mean it's just it's so much and you know the mom is usually expected to do those things so there can be a lot of resentment you know in that you know, but I've had clients express to me the, you know, anxiety they feel around becoming a new parent and the fact that, you know, these things will be changing for them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm happy that I can provide that safe place for them, which is something that you may not feel comfortable doing mm-hmm. with, mm-hmm. you know, a family member because you're having a baby. Like, it should be exciting. Right. You yeah. should be, you know, grateful. You should be happy. And although you may be all of those things, there's still a lot of worry about 
the changes that come with that. Absolutely. And the fact that you are no longer just this individual. And, you know, once you have become a, you know, an individual and then getting married and then you had a baby, like there's a lot of changes happening, you know, just as soon as you might adjust to one and there's another and it's totally normal. Yeah. Especially with today's, like in today's age, gender roles and how different those and how, how much that has shifted since maybe our parents age. So, you know, now a lot of women are working and very career oriented and kind of like Rosie the Riveter. They're wanting to be successful. And so that's almost like ingrained in us to be our purpose now. Whereas, you know, the generation prior to ours, it might've been ingrained in them that their purpose was solely to just be a mom. So now all of a sudden you're having to juggle a lot more. Um, and so I think that's, that creates an, an even another challenge for, um, fathers and mothers out there too, not even just, you know, fathers and and moms in one home together, but this can apply to single parents as well. Um, These struggles are very, very, very challenging, especially in today's age. And I think that it helps to hear you kind of normalize that for Mm -hmm. people Mm -hmm. so that people know, hey, it's normal and okay for you to have both good and bad feelings. Right. And And expect it almost. I think too, it's assessing all the information. Like when you were speaking earlier, you were talking about, um, just also like knowing the family history, like your family history, as far as your mom or your grand grandmother or sister and how they, um, endured through their pregnancies and into early motherhood. And then the trends of babyhood, you know, and motherhood, um, and how they've changed over the decades. So I think there's so much information out there that I think just trying to assess it all and then trying to figure out what's right for you and, and the baby and the dad. Mm hmm. Definitely. And I think it's something, you know, to have a conversation with your partner about what are your expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, when this baby comes home, what do we expect that it's going to be like? Who's going to be getting up to get the baby out of the crib at night? Where's the baby going to sleep? You know, just planning those sort of things to discuss, like, how you're going to take care of yourselves mm-hmm. while taking care of this new baby is, like, really important. Um, is there any resources out there that you know of? Um, maybe not, I know you said to kind of shy away from the mom blogs, but any like, um, support groups or local groups out there that you know of that, or that y'all may offer that you may offer. Yeah. Yeah, That would be a good, a good resource for people listening. Yeah, we offer in Baton Rouge, in the Baton Rouge area, we offer a support group for new moms. Um, so it's just like a, you know, a fun time to get together and talk, uh, but it's not like super, uh, I guess, counseling oriented, you know, it's okay. just so it's not like a share. therapy group. It's more of a support group. Right. Okay. Right. It's just, just a support group to share. Um, and we offer it at Java mama. Um, oh, yeah. and, and so it's, you know, if you already have older kids, you can bring the kids, you can bring your baby. It's a fun time to get together. So if you were interested in that, you could find it um, on the Baton Rouge Birth Services website. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's, you know, a resource that we offer. I'm sure there are others. I'm sure um, Women's Hospital may offer something. Right. I would just ask your, you know, ask your provider. Sometimes, you know, they have meetup groups mm-hmm. and stuff like that, you know, that happen. Because, I mean, it's helpful to have someone local, someone, you know, that you can see in person that's going through it at the same time as you, uh, rather than, you know, reading all of these things online. Because sometimes you, things can get lost in translation. Right. Um, and, and you aren't necessarily sure. You know, you're asking questions, but you're not exactly sure who you're talking to on the other side of that computer. I think that's a, you know? that is an excellent point, because I think one of the biggest challenges, too, is dealing with unsolicited advice 
Um, but then also knowing where to go for the correct advice. And you hit it on the head when you said, well, go to your medical professionals. Um, not to completely bash, you know, the blogs out there for support reasons, but every baby's different. Every mom's different. Every dad's different. Every situation is different. Every, everybody comes from a different culture, a different background. So no, there's no blanket advice for parenting on everybody really. Right. Um, of course as mental health professionals, we can speak on the, the basic ones to love and care for your children, but right. that's done differently across families and cultural context. Yes. And so I think that's right, why, right. that's why a doula service can be so helpful because y'all are unbiased and you're objective and you come in from that place instead of coming in from the place of, well, this is how it should be done no matter where you come from. Right. We're definitely going to ask you, what type of parent do you want to be? What is your style? Um, How can we be most helpful? Would it be helpful if we just take care of the baby? Or do you want us to take care of you? Or would it be helpful if we just cook a meal or clean the house for you? Um, So we're definitely asking clients what they need in the process Mm -hmm. uh, and not giving advice unless it's asked. That's a really good (laughs) point. can be helpful. We are so incredibly thankful for you joining us on this podcast. Tell us, tell people where they can find you, like, you know, phone numbers, websites, things like that. Um, you can find me mostly in the New Orleans area at noladoulas.com. Um, it's a great, the best way to reach us. We, if you have any questions, you can enter your information online and send uh, us question we can answer that way we respond really quickly usually you'll hear back from us within you know the next five or ten minutes uh, if you have any questions about services (laughs) yeah yeah, we're pretty good Uh, (laughs) we also will be at um fit chicks which is uh an event happening in new orleans on june i don't know the exact date look at me um um, but you can look it up. On the website. Okay. It, um, with, yes. Um, if you have any questions, you can reach us on social media, um, Facebook. You can just look us up, New Orleans Doulas. It's really easy to find us. Awesome. awesome. Well, we are so thankful that you were able to join us. Um, any last thoughts or things you want to share before we go? Um, well, holy, putting the pressure on us. <laughs> Um, well, I guess, you know, motherhood, my last thought would be that motherhood is what you make of it and no, there is no right and there is no wrong. And, you know, like you said, the only thing that you can do right for your child is love and care for them. And there are many, many people out in our community and village Mm -hmm. to help you with all of the other things you don't know the answer to or just, you know, need somebody to talk to. Okay, great. That's That's a great way to conclude. All right. Thank you, Korea. Thank you. Thank you. All right, everyone, we're going to take a quick break and then we will be back to conclude this episode. And now, today's Manners Minute. I've been enjoying our grandson's Little League games, five-year-old t-ball and eight-year-old machine pitch. The comparison between the two is interesting. In the t-ball game, the batter makes a hit and the whole team scrambles for the ball, running over each other and the ball. Utter chaos. But in the next game, as the batter prepares to hit, the second baseman holds his glove in ready position. The outfielders have their gloves in the air. The infielders have their gloves on the ground. They've learned the first rules, stop the ball and the runner. 
from chaos to order as the players learn the rules of the game. The same thing is true in our homes. When rules are put in place and the home team players accept them, order replaces chaos. Rule number one, respect. Make your home a place of peace. Choose respect. Visit hashtag BRRespect at mannersoftheheart.org to join the movement and sign the pledge with respect, Baton Rouge thrives. Welcome back Back to The Waiting Room. And welcome back to The Waiting Room. I am Dr. Mary Catherine Rodrigue along with my co-host Katie Fetzer and we are wrapping up our 13th episode where we discussed postpartum and parenthood uh, mental health with our special guest Korea Kutno with uh, Baton Rouge and New Orleans Doula Services. I think that it was a great way to just kind of take a a snapshot at, at pregnancy and motherhood and the expectations And also, too, with the wellness studio, uh, Katie and I's practice, we um, offer a a group for new moms called the Search Party. And if you'd like some more information on getting involved with that, you can visit our website at surprisinglywell.com. You can call our Baton Rouge office location where the group is held, which is 225-448-3359. And if you like what you heard and you want to hear some more episodes of The Waiting Room, check us out on iTunes and podcast225.com. Until next time. See you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Waiting Room. This has been a Podcast 225.com production.